Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What's going on, Raider Nation? Micah here, once again, along with my partner in crime, Tyler. Tyler, how you doing over there, man? You hanging in there? Hanging in there. Dude, hanging just, in there. Just hanging in there. You know, I mean, there's no, like... We're really in limbo, man, because it's it's this we're right back to square one, dude. I mean, 16 years in a row, man, it's about this time every year where the excitement's worn off and we're like, well, what's coming up in the draft? What's coming up in free agency? And I'm hearing it again, man. I've seen it all over Facebook, social media. You know, give us a year or two and we're going to be really good. And we've been saying that for about 16 years now. So uh, do you have any hope for the near future, Tyler? Uh, define near for me. Okay, near future like the next two to three years, man. Not like not like from here until your grave. Like, like give until I Vegas have, move. I have no hope for here be- between me and here in the grave. Like, I, I just don't have much <laughs> hope on that. Uh, um but you know, are there any silver such linings? Such is right life now? as such is life as a Raiders fan, right? Absolutely. I mean, seriously, we just we sit by, we've we make excuses for sucking so horribly, and we're just like, you know, next year, and then next year, and then sixteen years later. So it's the same thing. We're yeah, it's the, the exact same, same thing. Well, we we. We had that post-Super Bowl problem. We've been having post-Super Bowl syndrome for 16 years. Yeah, so, that, that's I not don't supposed know, to man. carry I, on for 16 no. years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard being a gosh dang Raiders fan. That's just, that's all I know at this point. You, you know, I don't even understand what it's going to be like, dude, when we, like, you know, just heck, just win a playoff game, Not let alone win a Super Bowl. Like, I can't imagine what that feels like, the, the euphoria, you know, the just pure pleasure that your team is on top of the world, or like I said, even just a playoff win. I have like no sense of what that feels like or what that even, you know, I can't imagine it. Literally, I cannot imagine it. It's like, what would that be like? I, I don't well, know. I sent you and Birch a, a message last night on our little group chat, and I was like, you know, I'm sitting here watching the Packers and the 49ers and not that the 49ers are a great team by any stretch of the imagination but they sure gave the Packers a run for their money last night and I'm just like I wonder what it's like to be like a Packers fan or to be like a Patriots fan as much as I hate that or like just a team that's like good what does that feel like I I I started to cry a little bit like a couple (laughs) tears ran out of the corners of my eyes because 
I'm just so sad all the time. I'm except for one year. I was I was so I was so elated, and then you know we just decided to blow up everything with all the rumors circling this week and whatnot. It's just like oh well, time to time to rip down the house and remodel once again. Well, and it doesn't help, dude. That you know, hours before the game, all of a sudden, all these reports are coming out. You know, Raiders looking to shop Amari Cooper and and Carl Joseph, and and then the weird thing was is like right after that, you know, John Gruden acting like what I've never heard this before, and it's yeah, like, but well, right now I trust that about as far as I can throw the man, which exactly. with a bad back I can't throw him very far at all, <laughs> and that's the point. It's like, um, uh, what. What, uh, um, that, that's just so strange because wh- where do these, did somebody literally just like make this up, which, you know, it is the media. So you, I mean, there's a lot of fake stuff flying around out there, including in sports. And so what, you know, but it's hard to believe that something like this is just comes out of thin air. Well, we thought that a- the Khalil Mack trade was all talk too until then all of that's a sudden true. he's gone. So not to, yeah. Not to put another dagger in Raider Nation's heart, but you know that we thought that I, was all fake too, and then bam, there it was. It was, you know, he's gone. Yeah. So you know, before we get into that, man, do you have any intros for us this week? Any shout outs? Any shout outs here? Um, I feel like I give a shout out to my family every week, but uh, I do need to say happy birthday to my dear, sweet, wonderful puts up with more than she should wife and uh awesome. she turned she turned the dirty 30 this week so <laughs> we went up i've to never heard that the dirty 30 we went wow. up to call to durango colorado in the middle of uh broncos territory and i was decked out in my raiders gear i had a raiders hat on i had my raiders hoodie on and the guy was like, are you still waiting for a table? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, it's because you're in that Raiders gear. So <laughs> I was right in the middle of, and my wife had her Raiders gear on too. I was really proud of her, but happy birthday, dirty 30 to my dear, sweet, wonderful, good looking wife. Awesome. Awesome. Love that. Love that. And then uh, also we got a new follower today on Twitter. Uh, his name is Raider logic you can find him on twitter at raider logic he's he's kind of got a fun account he says he's not the general manager of the raiders so he tweets about the general manager or managing the raiders moves that he would do and (laughs) such so thank you at raider logic for following us and and uh there's your shout out that's fantastic yeah big shout out to them you know we've been it's been a slow grind indeed it's it's super tough you know it, it's tough to to really you know get anything especially something like this a brand new podcast going during a season that really so many had high hopes for and it's just really tanked really just gone south fast but we've really had a nice steady um you know a steady stream of people following liking subscribing um, yeah, Raider Nation is has banded together, and it's been fun to see you know the grind paying off, and we appreciate that. We just take it as you know people are enjoying the content. We're gonna keep making it fun, family friendly, and as always, political free. Because you know, it, I know it's kind of a weird idea, but we figure if you're listening to sports talk, you don't want to listen to 
our political takes. I know that's kind of a weird uh, idea in today's uh, modern, you know, modern society that 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 politics should be somehow, you know, in everything, somehow weave its way into everything we do. But you know what? Not here. Not on this podcast. Not it here. Strictly, not what? today. Not ever. Wow. Okay. There you go. Well said, Tyler. And, Thank you. Uh, uh, and, and so we're, we're going to keep it that way. And while it is an Oakland Raider podcast, I do have to say we've done a good job on tackling the entire NFL league through these first six weeks, you know, really getting into the, you know, a little bit of the nitty gritty of what's going around, you know, not just with the Raiders, but with other teams that are rising and falling and uh, also tackling, you know, tough issues like meat groups and over and underrated Disney movies. So it's been really fun, and we're just going to keep grinding it out and keep putting out good stuff every week. So, well, let's get right into it, man. You you touched on something earlier uh, before we got into our shout-outs um, about kind of the Cooper situation, and, you know, we traded Mac and nobody's safe. What do you think about that Cooper situation? Do you think is – is it time to move on from Amari Cooper? If – let me let me give you this. If a team approached the Raiders and said, "We'll give you a second round pick for Cooper," would you take it? I don't know, man. Those are these are such hard questions that we ask ourselves, and and it's sad that we have to deal with questions like that, isn't it? Like here's yeah. our here's our star, well, supposedly star wide receiver, and we're talking about trading him. Um, is it truly a dumpster sale? Are we truly really trying to get rid of everybody on this roster? I don't know. I don't know what John Gruden's plans are to get rid of people. Is it, you know, are we really getting rid of everybody? I mean, if you think about it, you're trying, you're asking to, it was on the everywhere that the Raiders are wanting a first round draft pick for Amari Cooper. And I do not think they're going to get a first round draft pick for Amari Cooper. No, I don't think so either. Um, and I saw one tweet that was like, you can always ask, right? You can ask, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get anything for it. it you know, yeah. and if, yeah. you know, if some teams are smart and they are like, well, he's not going to resign there because all these trade rumors are flying around. Maybe they don't give up anything for Amari Cooper which I wouldn't uh-huh. blame him. So, yeah. you know, he may be headed to IR for all I know after that nasty shot he took helmet to helmet in that game on Sunday. Like, that was just, that's another topic for itself. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it I would not, I don't know. It would be sad if that was Amari's last play in a Raiders uniform. I know that. Um, realistically, this is just my opinion, but I think the best we get for Amari Cooper is probably a third-round draft pick. Now, it could be a second-round draft pick, but we're going to be sending him in probably a fifth or a sixth or even a seventh-round draft pick if somebody's going to give up a you know a second-rounder for for Cooper. I, I really think he's probably maybe a third, maybe a third and a sixth. Okay. But, but I think we're probably sending him in like a sixth-round, seventh-round draft pick elsewhere um and and we might as well we might as well address carl joseph right now too i think joseph's gone i think his value right now is probably like a fourth or a fifth and that's the max you're going to get for him may Mm -hmm. and and he's a former first round draft pick so you know if they're blowing everything up then yeah i guess go for it but 
what does that do? I mean, that doesn't really do us any good. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of? It, it's, it's always this mental image comes into my head. You know the first Spider-Mans that they came out with, like in the early 2000s, I believe is when it was. And uh, Spider-Man, when he's, you know, he's the journalist, and he goes in with the photos to the big guy in the office, and he shows him the photos, and he's like, and the guy starts looking through him, and he's like, crap, crap. Mega crap. Like, that's how I feel like John Gruden is in the office right now with Mackenzie's picks. He's looking at all these guys, and he's like, crap, crap, mega crap. You know, he's just tossing all these guys out the door. You know, Carl Joseph, Melifonmu, you know, Mario Edwards. I mean, and the list goes on. And it's just – that's what it always reminds me of. And it's just like, good heavens, nobody's safe. I, I mean, at this point – Car's not even safe, and that's—I mean—that's another topic for another day. Another poor performance by the offense, but I want to touch on that as well, as far as the Cooper standpoint. You know, I, I, when I watch, when, when I replay the games, and I'm looking at this, Cooper isn't a bad receiver. Now, no, I don't think Cooper's drops. a bad receiver at all. I think Cooper's yeah. actually a very good wide receiver. Has he had some drops? Yes, but if you look at his routes, other than a few that he has stopped, that one in Miami it kind of stands out where he yeah. ended that route early. Other than that, he gets separation. I don't know what the problem is. Like, you watch it, and you're like, Cooper's wide open. What? Like, I, I don't know if card number one, just Sunday, that line, can we just agree that that line was a hot, Arizona garbage mess like garbage was nasty that was such a terrible offensive line like Feliciano was whiffing on like the first couple of run plays he, he like just let the guy right into the backfield right into like Lynch got the ball and tackled almost immediately that that's not going to get the job done Parker looked bad Miller needs to sit and let his knee rest because he looks like hot sticky garbage you know like right now is just not a good time to be on the offensive line it reminds me of 2013 or 2014 when we were signing like guys off of the street like let's go just find this big fat guy on the street and ask him to play on our <laughs> offensive line that's what it reminds Dude, me totally. of and it and we're totally. you know we're down to our our third string left guard and you know uh. i'm just like man this is this is so sad and oh yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, it's it is bad. And yeah, like I said, that was kind of an anomaly on Sunday. I mean, the offensive line is porous is about as porous as it can get. You know, I guess, you know, if Gabe Jackson and Hudson weren't in there, I mean, you, you may as well just hang it up, you know, until you get your offensive line back. It was that bad. Um and th- you know, you can blame a lot of the quarterback play and the running game obviously on that on Sunday. And then when you have, you know, that kind of you know, when, when you're getting one first down and going three and out and that kind of stuff, I mean, you're, it's just a matter of time before your defense is going to fold. Uh, you know, the Raiders' defense, you know, honestly, for only allowing the amount of points they did was was actually not too shabby. I mean, Arden Key had a, you know, got himself a first his first sack of, uh, of the season. That looked good. You know, his pursuit of Russell Wilson, that looked fantastic, came off the edge. Still would like to see him have some kind of inside move or something because he comes flying off that edge, but he just he gets up field so fast that he kind of takes himself out of the play a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, he runs out of real estate. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he's really fast off the edge, but then, you know, those 
uh, those tackles just allow him to release upfield and and you know the quarterback's going to step up in the pocket and unless the coverage if unless it's just blanket coverage downfield he's got to then come back downfield for the quarterback you know and hope to make the play and that's kind of what happened in his first sack you know he, he he blew up around the outside and was able to you know make his way to you know Russell Wilson who was scrambling and somehow nobody was open which surprises me but uh you know that's another topic that we can get into uh but you know if if, if, if oh sorry go before ahead we move, before we move on from Amari Cooper I just wanted to read this which was I found pretty interesting um it's from Austin Gale I don't know I don't know if our listeners are are familiar with Austin Gale but they should be if they're not you can find him on Twitter at pff underscore austin gale g-a-y-l-e um he works for pff the the stats people so listen to this uh, and tell me what you think amari cooper has had a step or more of separation on 80 percent of his 30 targets so far this season ranking fourth among the 81 wide receivers with 20 plus targets through week six so he's getting separation what what's the deal and and we hear gruden every week saying we're dialing up plays for him is this a car issue is this something that cars just not seeing or what 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 are your thoughts about that it almost makes me think that you know car isn't allowing cooper to make the play you know car maybe sees the initial coverage and is quick to read off of him you know he's quick to go to his his next read um because my first thought was, is Cooper one of the first reads? And Carr's, you know, checking off him super, you know, and, and you know, Carr's looking through that read quickly. And, you know, he's trying to find that second and third read option, you know. Um, uh, but but I don't think so. I think Cooper, you know, he knows what he's getting out of Cooper. He knows, you know, and, and the last two weeks, I think we can really chalk it up to, you know, just really poor offensive line. Carr not having a lot of time. I, we, we've seen what Carr can do. When he has time, you know, he, he can, he can put some plays. He, he's gotten the ball into Cooper's hands before, but I'm just going, you know, I guess that's kind of where the, you know, the rubber meets the road, you know? So do we need a new quarterback then? You know, do we have a solid wide receiver? We just need a new quarterback or is, or are we dealing with, we've got a great quarterback. This receiver just doesn't fit in with, you know, cars, cars, you know, abilities or what car is able to do, you know, is car limited in how, you know, and what he sees and what he can find. So Cooper doesn't fit that mold. I don't know. It's really tough to, to really find the questions. So basically, are you just looking, are you looking for in a receiver, just somebody that runs quick slants all game? Or, I mean, what do you, what do you look for then? Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's where I'm going. Is it like, is it one of those things that, well, I dude, I don't know. This is so bizarre and wonky that we're we're getting ready to trade. You know that there are there are strong possibilities that Cooper's out the door. You know, maybe even by the time you know we're in a bye week right now. By the time by the time things come back around, man, Cooper could no longer be in a Raider uniform. I mean, it's it's obviously a possibility. Uh, and but then it's weird. You know, like I said, Gruden comes out and like denounces it, and it's like I don't know where that came from. It's like, well, it's obviously it came from somewhere. So what the heck is going on? So right, um, right. Uh, and like I, I said, know. with Khalil Mack, this is the same thing. So I, 
it's hard for me to put any face value on what Gruden's telling me right now as far as like what his roster moves are. I, I, I don't know that you can say anyone is safe at this point. I've even seen tweets that Derek Carr is on on the chopping block. Like I've seen that he's available for trade. And do I believe that one? Probably not. But I mean, it's out yeah. there. So who's safe? Who isn't? And that's, I think, you know, by the time they move to, I, I can't remember how many, we had something like 30 something new players on the roster out of 53 players this year. Like Good it dream. was more than half of the, of the offense or more than half of the roster had turned over. That's in a year. I I mean, coming back next year, do we have Hudson? Do we still have Osemele? I would think yeah. we would have those three Jackson, Hudson, Osemele and Miller's going to be there. Do we try to go get a right tackle? I mean, do you, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's hard to say at this point who's going where, who's staying, who's going. We may be, we may be looking for a comp- at a completely different nucleus of players next year. It, uh, at this point, would it surprise you if we're looking at that? No. Uh, here's the thing. You know, we, we kind of assumed that, you know, Mac, Carr, and Cooper, you know, that was the big three for the Oakland Raiders. And those were the cornerstones you know, for the Raiders to, you know, build this new, this this young team around. Now, I mean, now you've got Mac gone, Card, you know, really underperforming. Um, and Cooper, you know, is now is that just a product of Carr underperforming, you know, Cooper's uh, production? So, so to me, here's the thing. Here's an interesting thing. We ran a poll, you know, on the behind the eye patch um, uh, Facebook page. And right now, as we sit here, and I posted it to de- s- several different um, uh, several different pages, uh, but I said, uh, "Would you like to see Oakland draft a quarterback? And if so, would you like them to see get like the Raiders to you know pick somebody in the 2019 draft or wait and grab somebody in the 2020 draft?" And I put just the two names kind of that we've thrown around a lot would be uh, Herbert from Oregon. That would be this year. You know, he's a, he's he's more than likely a top three, top four draft pick. Um, uh, probably the best um, quarterback in this draft, I, in my opinion. Um, and then I said, or would you rather wait for 2020 and pick up somebody uh, like Tua from Alabama? And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's Tua, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, he's a he's a sophomore this year. He's going to be a junior next year. Um, you know, obviously, you don't know if he's going to come back or not. But he's all he's having another. You know, he's having a solid season right now. Basically, it's his rookie season right now. Um, right. Uh, yeah, he only but, came in during the national championship game last yeah, year. Yeah, and won it, and won yeah. it for him. And 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 so right now it's fifty fifty. Fifty percent think we should go after a guy like Herbert, which you're gonna have to use your first pick on because he's not gonna be like I said, he he'll be gone within four picks in the draft. And fifty percent think we need to wait for twenty twenty and grab somebody like Tua, um, or you know another guy who maybe starts to emerge. And um, I like that idea better. I like the idea of, of giving Carr this year and next. And I think we talked about this last year. But I think next year uh, you you have to you know even if Carr plays well, you know, let's say let's say this year we're a 4 and 12 team. Let's say next year, 
you know, we're we're between Vegas and Oakland. We have to go play in a different stadium. Let's pretend we go seven and nine or eight and eight. You know, I think that's a fairly reasonable you know, assumption that we could make a jump like that. I think you got to pick up a quarterback then. You got to have somebody behind Derek Carr. And I would even say maybe even, you know, first round, no later than the second, somebody that you can develop behind him. Because right now, I've got serious questions. And I think a lot of Raider Nation, you know, has serious questions on, you know, is Carr going to be able to handle this? But I do think you have to give Carr a couple years with Gruden before you hit the, you know, before you hit the eject button on him. Plus, I mean, the money that, you know, he's getting paid, that, that's tough to, you know, you can't just give him the boot, you know, kind of a deal, you, you got to give that time to develop, and that relationship to develop, but right now, man, it, it's uh, it's tough, and like I said, the last couple of games, you could chalk it up to poor offensive line, that's why Carr's struggling, so okay, that's that's fair, but the other four games, man, I mean, there were some, it's been a roller coaster, you know, there it hasn't been consistent by any means, so, um, you know, we'll have to see. This is gonna. This is a real life drama, man, unfolding before our very eyes. Because we thought, I mean, two years ago, we thought we had, like you said, the young nucleus in place, ready to go for this. You know, for the next decade, the Raiders have these three players, man, that are gonna hold this organization down. And now, like, we're on the verge of just blowing this whole thing up. And and. I'm going to post that. I, I like that. I'm going to poll. Are you in favor of blowing this whole thing up and, and starting over? Or, or, uh, or you know, do we need to give it a couple more years before we do something like that? That would be interesting to see. Interesting to see what yeah. the Raider Yeah, that would be interesting to see. I'm tired of blowing crap up, though, yeah. personally. Like, I just am. And you can call me, like I said last week, you can call me short-sighted. You can call me not a real fan because – we're not blowing sunshine around here, but you know what? That's how I feel. Like I feel so cheated every year. Like I, it's sad when you have to sit and watch other teams and you're like, I wonder how it feels like to, to be with a fan of that team because they, they (laughs) play well and they win. What does that feel like? And like, we got a taste of it in 2016 and then it was just taken from our hands violently. It was like, getting a crust of bread in a, as an orphan child in the movie. It was like Aladdin, like where Aladdin steals that loaf of bread and he goes to eat it and then he sees the poor little kids and he gives them the, the loaf of bread. That's how I feel right now is like I'm Aladdin and I had, I had my moment of glory and now I just have to give it up. That's, and that shouldn't be how we feel for 16 years. Dude, for real. Here's the sad thing, man. You know, you look around at teams like who whose season should be over. 49ers. You know, they just lost their 27 mil year quarterback, you know, to an injury. And you're thinking, ah, oh, man, you know, I know how that feels. Now, you know, it's the 49ers, so you're not going to feel too bad for them. But, but then you watch a guy like Bethard go out there, dude. I mean, number one, what kind of quarterback named Bethard goes out and lights up the Packers? But you watch it. Dude, I'm watching Bethard make make plays that that I'm going I haven't seen Carr make those kinds of throws this year you know and it's like and it, it, it like pains me to say it but it's like that's that's the honest truth like he's 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 slinging the ball out here and I'm like gosh I I haven't seen Derek Carr do that but Thard he ain't making no 25 million a year and he kept like I said by all right now he did throw the interception at the end doomed that game for the 49ers but 
I mean, by all rights, dude, they had the Packers on the ropes. We haven't even had a team on the ropes, dude. Last two weeks, we weren't close with the Chargers, and we weren't close with Seattle. In fact, we got even worse. I thought, I thought the Chargers. I thought that was that was rock bottom, man. No, oh no, we could sink lower, it and that was worse. in London. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse, kids, and it, it was in Seattle, and it was just like, and and when we saw that video of Carr crying, and I I I don't know where that came from. Or what that was, but dude, that that was just like a real gut punch. And I, I thought my it might have been during the play where he hurt his arm. I'm not sure, and that's kind of what I was hoping it would be because I thought in his mind he's thinking, "Is my season over? Did I just hurt a shoulder?" Or you know, my I think it was his shoulder or, or a, a bicep or tricep that he thought he had he had hurt. Um, and I thought, okay, I could see how you would be, you know, upset about something like that because here you are thinking, "Gosh, you know." season's it it's done now the season's done already for the Raiders as far as you know playoff aspirations but yeah I thought man that that would feel you know that would that would be a rough moment to go through in your mind if you think it gosh it's over it's done Uh, you know I've been through this before um but I hope that's what it was and it wasn't just like some random sack that now he's tearing up over because it was just like now okay he did get sacked six times so if a man has a right to cry dude getting nailed six times at a game and and you know you can make an excuse maybe for that but oh man it just does it get any worse from here tyler have we seen the worst are we at rock bottom yet Uh, no no i'm gonna say no oh gosh I, i i don't know how it gets worse but i don't think we're at the bottom yet i mean it's that's just how i feel i'm such a negative ned but uh, well, it's hard to find any feels. positives here. You know, it, it's like okay, so the 49ers go and almost beat the Packers. You know, in Lambeau Field, you can find some. You can find a lot of silver linings in that. That a saw strong run game. You know, Bethard played a pretty solid game. Um, uh, the Raiders aren't even like giving any. There, there is no reason for a silver lining. It's not like well, gosh, you know, Carr that ACDC connection, man. That's that's still on fire. We just need to get a few things right, and they're going to be ready to rock. No, it's like we put up three points. Man, we left yeah, the playbook that at That takes more than just ACDC getting rolling to get yeah. that back up again. And, and, and you know, we enter a bye week. So, you know, we technically win this week. So that's, you know, put a, I'm putting a W on my, uh, on my uh, schedule card. So, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this team and what we see after the bye week. Because, you know, just happened today, we let uh, Johnson go. You know, the former linebacker from Kansas City, he wanted to be released. The Raiders did that. Now we've got uh, Jones. Uh, uh, how did you get Mar- Mar- uh, Marvin Jones? No, no, not Marvin Jones. Uh, Jason uh, uh, Cabinda. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, the linebacker. But no, I'm talking the corner who's got who's who's taken to Twitter to rant and rave. Uh, uh, Sean Melvin. Melvin, Melvin. I don't know why I have such trouble with that. I think they're because there's Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon, I mean, all kinds of Melvins. But um, uh, and then you know we we saw um, you know Gruden kind of have to answer that and kind of put him back in his place. And now I'm going. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if in the next you know if he doesn't survive the off week, if he you know if he says you know I'm done. This is a you know, this is a, a a blank show. I'm out of here. Um, uh, and then you know what though the the silver lining with that is maybe the Raiders will actually be forced to put Gary on Conley on the field, and we'll actually get to see uh probably the best corner 
not have to ride the bench. <laughs> That's sad. That is really sad. That kind of... I wanted to just read... I'm full of stats. Everybody knows I love stats. Oh, yeah. I love these little Twitter gems that I find. So, Derek, let's just go to the offensive line for just a second. And in 2016, he was sacked 16 times. Okay, that was like... That was our magical year, right? Yeah. Uh, He had... Uh, in 2016, there were 16 sacks given up. Uh, that was ranked number 34. So I think that means that's a good number. You know, 34th in the NFL. And 34 comes from, uh, like, I think there were, like, three Browns quarterbacks that that took into account oh, as well. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, so one of the lowest in the NFL at getting sacked. In last year, he was 20th. Uh, tied or yeah there were 20 sacks this year after six games 17 sacks given up by the offensive line tied for seventh you know like they're bad um and and it's like well he's not car's not throwing downfield what's the problem well when you get mississippi two do you remember playing mississippi or alligator football in your backyard oh yeah and everybody's like all right, we're going to play Mississippi 2. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, fine, that's great. Uh, and, and then you, like, get the ball. So what do you do? You go, you get out of the shotgun, right, to avoid that rush for an extra maybe second or two. Yeah. And, and that gives you some time. And before we came on air, we were like, well, why why didn't we go to the shotgun a little bit before, you know, like, why is car still taking snaps directly under center when they're playing, you know, two Mississippi or two alligator football against you, you know, like you have zero zero line protecting you. So that's one issue car, not going through his progress or his progressions and not really wanting to or not extending plays as we have seen him do in the past is another reason. Yeah that we're just not there's I think there are so it's such a complex issue that we all want an answer now and we want a simple answer a black and white answer and I don't I think the the reason why we stink so bad is a compound of so many different things that there's not just one answer it's so many different things that we just we're not good at for whatever reason whether it be coaching or players not fitting the scheme we're just not good. Yeah. And I that's probably the black and white answer is we're not good. And yeah. that hurts. That hurts the pride to, to say, yeah, man, your roster sucks. So, and then, so there's that. And then you mentioned uh, Gary and Conley, his snaps on Sunday. So Daryl Worley played 62 snaps. Dominique Rogers Cromarty played 55. Rashawn Melvin played seven. And he only came in while uh, Dominic Rogers Cromarty was being examined. Gary Conley played a grand total of zero snaps at cornerback on Sunday. Zero snaps. So he's gone from starting. And, and Melvin, I think that's why he's frustrated. He's gone from starting to playing seven snaps. Who in their right mind as a competitor is happy with riding the pine pony when you're technically two 
you know, the two best corners on the team, and you've got your first rounder and Gary and Conley playing special teams. What is yeah. your problem? Yeah. What is going on upstairs? Not much, because if you've got a if you if if you're really tanking, if you're really using this year to purge a roster, why are you not playing the young guys that so you know what you have so you can further purge Dominic Rogers, Cromarty, Reggie Nelson, those guys, are, Leon Hall for that matter, they're not getting any younger. They're not the long-term answers. You're, you're telling me those guys are going to be with us in Vegas? Yeah. That's horse yeah. pucky. Yeah. They're not going to be with us in Vegas. That's that's crap. You got to if your plan is Vegas, you got to see what players you have now that are going to be in Vegas. And those 3 that I just mentioned, they may be dead from old age by the time we reach. I mean, we. Uh, it's just frustrating, and I wish I knew. I yeah, wish I it, had answers. It is, and that's the. I think that's the point. You know, we talked a little bit about it last week, and we're at that point now for sure. Sitting, you know, at one and five. That look, you know, it's time to get these young guys out there. You know, like you said, Hall's not going to be there in Vegas, man. Uh, you know. Worley, he's yeah, he's even a little bit younger at least. I'm not sure. Yeah, Daryl Worley's he, only 23 years old. Okay, yeah. So 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 you got these guys, you know, that that are like, you know, Worley. He had an interception, a couple pass breakups. You know, it was kind of an anomaly to see a a, a Raider de corner, you know, actually make some plays. It was like, whoa, what was that? You know, I'm not used to that. Um, uh, I usually have to hope that you know the receiver drops the ball it's a bad or it's a bad pass you know and uh, that's kind of what we've relied on uh to help out the secondary but um it's time you know it's time to trot these guys out you know Worley he's he's one of these guys that you know what he could be a Vegas guy you know Conley as well that makes no sense Conley's Conley could anchor down a side of the field you know um so get why are we not getting him out here? It's just one of the many questions that we still have that that just, just does not seem to be a real a good answer for. And if if somebody has a good answer out there, I'd Please love to hear call it. us. Tell me, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd love, love to, to hear it because I I sit and just think all day. What it just bothers me in the back of my mind, like what is going on? And it's even worse when all my friends text me and they're like, "Dude, you have." You know, they know we're not, I'm not an insider, but they're like, you have a podcast on the Raiders. What's going on? And it's like, crap, man. I don't know. I wish I did. I wish I had answers. So, yeah, if anybody has answers, tweet me, Facebook me, call me, do something. Cause yeah. I, I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> well, and uh, so, so kind of writing that, you know, okay, so now we've started to peek at the draft a little bit, obviously. Um, and I, so I came up with a couple of players that off the top of my head, I thought, gosh, who, who could jump in? You know, Raiders have two first round picks this year. You know, they're not going to get a first rounder for Cooper. I think that's been established. Uh, I think the ceiling for that, if we were to trade Cooper, if we were to trade Cooper, I think we might be able to get a second rounder. But I think, like you said, like a third and a fifth, something like that's going to be more, uh, probably in line what we could get for Cooper. Um, uh, so I came up with a couple of names, a couple of names that I'd like to see the Oakland Raiders target in the draft. So I, I got them for you here. Um, I, right now, uh, and I, it pains me to say, a lot of a lot of mock drafts have Oakland Raiders pick in at four, five, six. 
Raider Raider Nation, that's not happening. This team, this team's bad. This is a two or three win team this year. Um, this is like going back to Derek Carr's rookie year type. It's season. like every week we drop down, don't we? Yeah. Well, this is like a ten win team. Oh, uh, this is more like a seven win team. Oh, uh, we we might be a four win team. Now, now, it's, now we're now like we're two to three. May, yeah, and I, and I legit two. believe that. I mean, cause I, 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 honestly, right now. I would be very surprised if the Raiders did not have the first overall pick in the 2019 NFL draft cuz we looked at the we looked at all the other teams that are bad. Colts, Cardinals, and Giants are the top 3 that stick out to 49ers me. 49ers too. Yeah, but 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 even the 49ers, look, look at how they played look how they played the Packers. I mean, the 49ers are going to win 5 games. How how many how many wins do they have right now? 1, 2, I think they have a They're they 1 in 5. They're 1 in 5. Yep. I, I I I see them winning at least 3 more games. I think the 49ers would pull off three more wins. Um, okay, so let's look at the Giants. Okay, now that is a hot garbage mess. But the Giants, you know what? They're hanging with teams. You got to give them that, you know? Almost beat Jacksonville. Um, didn't do so well against the Eagles, but they, they hung tough with the Eagles for a little bit. Um, oh, no, you know, no, excuse me. No, they didn't hang tough with the Eagles. Wrong team. They got thrashed by the Eagles. Um, but still, like, they're hanging tough with some teams. Um so the giant, you know what, the the even the Cardinals though, man, Rosen's looking solid. You know that's gonna he's gonna be that the future of that franchise. He's gonna be the face of that franchise. I think the Cardinals win four or five. Um, the Colts, uh, Andrew Luck. I mean, I can get tell you right now, they're gonna win. They're gonna beat the Raiders here in two weeks. I, I have no doubt in my mind. They're gonna be able to put up 35, 38 points on the Raider defense and um, uh, with little to no problem. And uh, uh, and that'll be a win. They'll be two in. Well, let's see, they don't. I don't believe they have the bye this week, so they they might win one between now and then. Uh, so I think honestly, when it comes down to it, I think it's between probably the Raiders. I would have to say probably the Raiders and Giants, maybe Cardinals. I, would, I think the Cardinals, think Cardinals are. Dude, you know, they don't have the, anything. Like they have Rosen, who may be there. They don't have any wide receivers. Like you've got Larry Fitzgerald, who's not terrible, but there's nobody else in that stable. And they've got, uh, uh, what's the running back's name? Did I already say him? Oh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. He's good, but you have to have somebody that's good blocking in front of you as well. And uh-huh. so you know he he hasn't had a very good offensive line. Their offensive line is trash. Um. I'd be interested to see if they would entertain offers for Chandler Jones. That's who I would like. I'd like I'd ah. trade for Chandler Jones. But we know that they're trying to get rid of Hassan Reddick. Uh yep. Deo, is it Deon Buchanan? Is that the other oh, the safety yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're trying to get rid of? And and I just don't think those guys fit their um I don't think they fit their scheme anymore. They fit the scheme when Oh, what was that? Why can't I think of his name? Bruce Arians. Uh, yeah. When Arians was there, they fit the mold. Now now they don't, though. So, yeah. you know, that's that's something else, too, that you look at. That's a very talent-depleted roster as well. Yeah, they're, 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 they've got a new nucleus going in there. You know, they've got Rosen now. They're gonna have to start building around him. They got Johnson in there. You know, he's a, still a solid player. Obviously, he's got plenty in the tank. Um, 
So I guess we could compete with the Cardinals, I think. I think we'll compete with the Cardinals for top two pick. But, uh, okay, so the Raiders, worst, at the worst, are a top two pick. Um, so you could you could make the case that, you know, Bosa might not be there because I think Bosa will more than likely be the number one overall pick, like I said, depending on who gets that. But I would like to see the Oakland Raiders because I think it's a very real possibility. And I'm trying to go for kind of probability here. I'm not just picking players out of a hat like, you know, oh, I'd like this guy and this guy. Like, I'm trying to go for, okay, who's, you know, where we're going to be picking, what, you know, what's a viable option and what makes sense, you know, not just trying to, you know, I'm not just dreaming here. So I think, I think I'd like to see the Oakland Raiders go Bosa with one of our top two picks if he's there. Uh, in the first round, I'd like to see them go for Bosa, defensive end. He's a player. He's, he's going to step right in, and he'll be an X-factor immediately. Pair him with second-year players like P.J. Hall, Hurst. I think we'll sign Hankins to a two-year deal, something like that. I, I think we'll we'll get him back. You know, uh, we're going to get him back in the stable. He, he's just absolute animal in the middle. Um, might Stoom, uh, spell Doom for Ellis, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He, Ellis might still be able to rotate in. Um, key... Uh, he, I'm still up in the air a little bit on Key. You know, he's flashed some potential, but we'll have to see. But but a guy like Bosa immediately makes the defense better. He's an immediate impact player, and he's a good cornerstone uh, for the Raiders to build their defense around. And I'm going to throw um, one more name out at you. So I think I think the Chicago Bears, Bears, I think still, I think they're going to be an 8-8 eight eight type team. I think they're going to finish super middle of the road. Um so I think the Raiders honestly get a pick somewhere around 15 would be my guess. And I'm going to go uh, for a guy that that he's he's a big, big, big name, big name player in, in college. And uh, it's a it's a position that the Raiders are going to have to, I think, address in the offseason. I'm going to go Damian Harris, man, the running back out of Alabama, the big bruiser out of Alabama. Um, you know, Lynch is gone at the end of this year. Uh, you know, we, there's a lot of hype around Warren the third, but we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him in the regular season, you know, more than likely, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see Doug Martin stepping in and, and filling oh, any voice Can we there. just like cut him already? Yeah. Like, uh, he's so, had so, a few good runs, but yeah, I don't know why we keep a roster spot open for him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to go Damian Harris, Damian Harris, excuse me, the, uh, the big bruiser out of Alabama another player I think that could step right in and, and make an impact. And I'm, that's what I'm, I'm going for here. The Raiders need impact players, man. They need guys. They don't need guys in the first round that they, they can develop. We're not looking, you know, this is no longer the era where redraft corners, you know, that have a lot of upside. The Raiders need to, 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 to heck with upside. Upside can go take a flying leap over the side of the ship. We need proven talent. The Raiders need proven talent to get this thing turned around and quite frankly to keep Gruden, Gruden's job safe. And and Bosa and Harris are the guys, those kind of those X factors on both sides of the ball that could step in and make a big impact for the Raiders. So right now, early in the year, those are my top two picks. I think Bosa will always be a pick as long as the Raiders are bad that I'm going to always push for the Raiders to get him. Uh, you know, to, to, to get that guy on the team. But uh, Harris, a big-time running back, uh, I'd like that pick. Do you, How about you, Ann? Do you have anybody in the draft besides Bosa that, that, that you, you're you kind of keeping your eye on for the Raiders? Unfortunately, I haven't been. A, I've been basically following the Boise State Broncos this year, and 
I don't think there's any first round draft picks on the Broncos, <laughs> oh, on no. the Denver or not Denver Broncos. I hate the Denver Broncos, uh, the Boise State Broncos, and so you know I don't really, I don't really get out much to you know Saturday. I'm doing honeydews and you know taking yeah. the kids around and stuff, and I, I unfortunately I haven't got to watch a whole lot of prime time players. Um, I have looked at mock drafts, though, and I've done a little research. Um, Cleland Farrell out of Clemson is another defensive end that I've seen mocked to us a couple of times that I wouldn't mind. Whatever we do, I I think you have to be mindful that um, you have to create a pass rush, right? You have to be able to rush the passer. (laughs) You think, Tyler? You think? Well, that's what John Gruden tells me, and you know what? We have we we are one in five, and we don't have any sacks. Very, well, very many sacks on the year, but it feels uh, like we don't have any sacks, man. <laughs> if you listen to the media, it sure sounds like we have not even sniffed a quarterback this year. So, um, Cleveland Farrell, uh, he, his report is that he's similar build to Arden Key, but better against the run. I uh-huh. think if Arden Key puts on, gets in the in the gym this this off season, puts on just a little bit of weight, not a ton, yep. Yep. but a little bit of weight. Uh, I think he can be quick, but add a little bit of weight to him, and and you know, really, could we realistically say that he is like an? I almost called him Arden Smith. Uh, Alden Smith. Alden, Alden Smith. From what I see, I don't. He has a similar build to Alden Smith. Is there yeah. a potential that he could put on a little bit more weight and become an Alden Smith? Is that? Do you think that that's his ceiling as an Alden Smith of pre getting famous and destroying his life? Let's go with that <laughs> Alden Smith, not the not the. You know, the bad destroyed his life. Alden what Smith. He's do you think that's now. a possible? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I, you know, I, I do. Here's the thing. Again, we kind of drafted a guy with a lot of upside, and guys like that, you can't. You know, sometimes they, the first year they come out, they surprise you, and you know, they're the talk of the league. Uh, obviously, I don't think Arden Key's going to be that guy, but the potential is there. We'll put it that way. Um, I do like the idea, you know, when he gets that there on the, on the end, he, he just, he looks small. He looks really thin to me. Uh, I don't know what his exact weight is, but like I said, and you pointed that out, put a little weight on him. Um, uh, he tends to, and we talked about this kind of off air, I uh, you know, he has some, he flashes some playmaking ability, but he seems to get upfield quite fast and he'll get himself into trouble, you know, by just taking himself out of the play because he gets upfield so quickly. Um, uh, so, so I'd like to see him, you know, be able to work this season and, you know, in the off season on some different, you know, on some moves, being able to, you know, maintain the edge, you know, to stop the run as well as be able, you know, get some, in, you know, develop some inside moves to be able to get, you know, a straighter line to the quarterback. Uh, but, you know, again, he's one of those guys, uh, the, the potential's there. The potential is there. And I like, you know, it, it could turn out to, like I said, two, three years down the road. You know, when the Raiders are in Vegas, it, it, it could be, a, you know, if we pick up a guy like Bosa or Farrell, you know, this could be a totally different, you know, 
almost, and I hate to use it, but a Chargers type defensive line, you know, that's, that's got just two animals on either side and it's just a nightmare for quarterbacks and the Raiders need that. I mean, that's, that's step one, because when you have a good pass rush, it's almost like having an extra man in the secondary. You have a good pass rush. It can make up for a lot of mistakes in the secondary. And that's, that's where I think the Raiders have to key in on, but you know, what's going to happen. We're going to have, you know, the number two overall pick in the draft. Bosa will be there. And we trade back? We'll trade back or, you know, we'll pick up, you know, a safety or we'll pick, you know, and I, we need a safety, but not with the number two overall pick, man. You know, and it'll be something. Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah, we'll trade back. We'll be like, hey, let's, you know, let's get a third and a couple of fifths and we'll trade back. Or, you know, it'll be like, <laughs> so we can, we can draft more middle linebackers in the fifth round. Exactly, exactly. So, but dude, which, I want to name it. Which sorry, takes go me ahead. to, well, that takes me to another point that I personally feel like we have neglected on defense for so long and it's time for it to end is a linebacker a solid middle linebacker markel lee in my mind is not the answer oh get out of here passers have a hundred and fifty eight point three rating when throwing against our linebackers michael we have nobody that can cover so Lee is just, okay. he's not athletic. He's not as athletic against the pass. I like him against the run, just like yep. you do, but he's not. He's not the answer in pass coverage. I thought Whitehead was going to be the answer to pass coverage. He has not been the answer. Is the answer sitting on our bench in the form of Nick Morrow? I don't know because he never gets to play. He may never know. <laughs> yeah, it's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? We may never know because we're not patient enough. Or, I mean, crap, we've given we've given Reggie Nelson. We've been patient with him all season. Why not be patient with somebody else? Just because he's not the coach's pet. You know, anyway, well, I'd, and- I'd like to address the linebacker position because it's, it's not very good. And I agree there. I love Markel Lee, but and he's an animal against the run. But when it comes to pass pro, man, there's it, it's poor. And I and I do agree with you there. So I'm gonna lead you to this then, man. I've picked out three players that need to get on the field, and I'm gonna exclude Gurion Conley from this list because that's kind of I feel like a no brainer. The dude needs to get on the field, and I think as the season drags on and this as this ship continues to sink, I think it you know we'll see him. Uh, um, We'll see him make it out there. I hope, anyway. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. But Nicholas will Morrow. Garyon, will Garyon Conley make an appearance on to, on today's personal foul? Ooh. Stay tuned. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Here, dude, here's three players. Three young players I want to see more of. Nicholas Morrow, Nick Nelson, whenever that guy finally gets feeling better, and Aitman, man. Big wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. Those are three players in this in this basically post basic second half of the season, if you will, that I, I want to see more of. I I want to see these guys out here. Let's see what we've got in these guys, man. Let's let's get them out there. Let's get them some reps and let's see. Uh, is this Vegas material? Is this Vegas Ra- Vegas Raiders material? Because um, like we mentioned before, yeah, you know, there are a lot of these guys we know. Uh, Reggie Nelson is not Vegas Raiders material. Now, maybe, you know, maybe we're... Yes, he is. How dare you? Maybe we're all wrong, and we'll just continue to extend him and extend him and extend him. And, you know, he'll be wheelchair, you know, crutching his way into the Vegas... He probably would be faster in electric wheelchair. (laughs) Probably. 
Oh my gosh. He might get there on the blitz a little quicker. <laughs> Shoot the gap, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. You know what? And he'd probably he'd be right in position too because when you know, he's always low on defenders, I swear. You know, he's never making a play on the ball. He's he's always, you know, down in the ground. So, you know, he's he can make himself <laughs> comfortable in a crouching position. So Oh my goodness, maybe that's really, you know, maybe we don't need to go there, but oh my gosh, I feel like at this point, we, we can go anywhere we want with this team, so, uh, but those are my three players I want to see more of. Do you have any guys, you know, besides that well, list, I like, do you agree with I that like list, that any list. guys that you want to uh, see Aitman more of? had not crossed my mind, because I've kind of forgotten about him, he's on the practice squad, so I've kind of forgotten about him, but going along with that... Uh, I'm interested to see, uh, does Nick Morrow get some playing time? Um, and our new call-up, uh, Jason Cabinda, I think is how you say it, the undrafted linebacker from Penn State. Um, That's right. We called him up today. We cut Derek Johnson at his request, is what I've been hearing. It. He wanted out. Uh, and so... We signed Jason Cabinda yep. from the practice squad yep. to the 53-man roster. Does he actually play in the game, or does he, you know, is he on special teams? I don't know, but I'd like to see, I'd like to see him along with Morrow. Maybe not at the same time, but you know, I'd like to see what what those guys have. Are they, like you said, are they Vegas material? Are they not? Um, can I give you one player that I would not like to see anymore? Uh, Be is it Reggie Nelson? Because <laughs> you can't no, give it's me not. him. You've already told he's, me. <laughs> he's the obvious. Okay, no. He's the hey, obvious player. Me. I want to know, uh, man. This is it. The player that I would not like to see anymore, bless his heart, is Matt McCrane. I don't uh, want to see him out there ever again. You know what? I, I He should have been cut yesterday. He should have been cut Sunday and left in London. You know what? Go ahead and toss. Well, bring the man home, but no, he's he's not any good. Can we good. toss the punter in there as well? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Johnny Townsend, and please. 28-yard punt? Dude. 27 and 28. Dude, I can go out in my backyard and punt that, and you don't have to pay me. I mean, you could pay me, I don't know, 50 grand. I'll, I'll, that's all. And I'll go. I'll go punt a twenty-seven and a twenty-eight-yard punt. You know, uh, I mean, uh, and I'll show some heart. Yeah, doing you know, it. I'll probably run downfield and try to make a tackle. You know, as well. I'll I'll throw that in there. And <laughs> you can give me you can give me a fourth of what Townsend's making. I don't know what Townsend's making, but uh, I'll, I'll just take a fourth of what he's making. And if you throw in some meals and lodging in there as well, I mean, I'll be down in Oakland. A bus yeah, ticket. Yeah, I'll be down there tomorrow because I I guarantee you I can do that. Um, yeah, that's sad. I mean, the, all phases of the game, Mc man. You know, even when we were bad. McCrane is, oh, sorry. McCrane is five of nine. Oh, my gosh. You know, even when we were bad, we could always rely on Janikowski and Shane Leckler. You know what? <laughs> they were they were fantastic. Then, but we have literally sunk to where all. And John Kondo. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, Kondo. Kondo's fantastic as well. But we have literally, like it's it's just it's gotten worse when we didn't think it could get worse and it has and the weird reason it's so and the reason it's so weird is because it's gotten worse with with more talented players on this team the reason we were bad in the past is because we didn't have talented players we have talented players on this team now and it's like it's gotten worse and it's like 
where's the disconnect? Where's the faulty wire? What in the world? So that's what's got us searching for answers. We can't blame it on, you know, well, we just have young this or rookies that or a new quarterback this that. It's like we're so bad. I mean, we put up more fight when we had just bad talent. You know, we we had better shots in games when we just had bad talent. We've got so much talent on the offensive side of the ball. There's no, I don't care if you're in London. I don't care if you're in China. I don't care if you're in the Arctic. You should put up more than three points um, in a football game with the kind of talent that we have on the offensive side of the ball. And and once again, we got more questions than answers. Um, and, uh, and it may get worse too because we're finding out that Marshawn Lynch is having an MRI on his groin. Like maybe the one bright spot for our team may be done for the rest of the year. Like that's that's how it gets lower because who comes in and takes snaps for him? Doug Martin. You know who I'd love to see? Jalen Jalen Richard. I'd love to see Chris Warren, but the dang dude's injured. You know he had to have that. Yeah, he's on he IR because we stashed yeah, him. Yeah, we had to get that knee surgery done. I'd I'd love to see a guy like that get out there and and get into some of these games and just see what we have in a guy like that instead of having to wait till next year. But. uh Dude, it's so many I'm, questions. I'm, so many questions. I'm trying to scroll through my through my Twitter feed on on behind eye patch at behind eye patch. Uh, we have over 1,300 tweets. Fantastic! So I've, wow. I've, I've I've been trying to keep you know anything Raider oriented you will find on our timeline. So if you're looking for information or anything play breakdowns, we've got Chris Reed, we've got Ted Wynn, we've got Austin Gale, we've got Matt Schneidman, all of those guys, all of their tweets in one spot that's for fantastic. you. So that is fantastic. That's, um, like a, that's like a fantastic four or like a magnificent five grouping right there, as far as when it comes to information. And Vic, to Vic Tafer, Scott Bear, Raiders beat. I mean, we've got a whole. We've got Evan Grote. You know, all those guys on there that are Josh Dubow. Um, I, I was trying to, I'm scrolling through here, but, uh, and I can't find who said it, but they just said, like, there's just a stench of losing in Oakland. It's just like this foul odor that you can't get rid of. And it just, you think you get rid of it. Well, you do, you do uh, real estate. Yeah. It's like if somebody smokes in a house, and you go in there, and no matter how much kills you use on the wall, or how much insulation you re- you rip out and put back, like that house stinks like smoke for the rest of its entire existence until you bulldoze the crap out of it. So I propose to you, we hire somebody to get rid of Mark Davis, and we just start all over. Wow. <laughs> or. Or we sell out to the Canadian Football League, and we get to choose a new team. Now, now, when you say get rid of Mark Davis, you're just saying like buy the team, right? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever we have, to, by any means, <laughs> by any means. <laughs> uh, you were you were heading down a dark path there, and I was like, Tyler, I, come back, man. We don't. We don't. Though I'm I'm not looking to hire an assassin <laughs> for anybody that's okay. wondering. But no, dude, you like, had me worried. My there. sister you had me worried. My sister asked. My sister asked me, like, well, what do you think's wrong? I was like, we need somebody that cares about winning. Like, not mystique, not uh, not players, not politics. 
we need somebody concerned with winning and maybe and davis might be but in my opinion like it's an organization starts from the top down if your owner's not very good he's not gonna hire good people to do a good job and and it at this point it's like maybe that's what needs to happen like we all thought when al davis died we'd get a gm and we'd be good and we'd you know we'd go back to the glory days but we've had one year since al davis died that we've been decent yeah yeah. and you know the rest has been hot messy trash so i don't know to me it starts from the top down dude all we need to do it's simple we need to go out and we need to bury a football and that's all there is to it (laughs) and then we'll be good and we'll and we'll get back to our winning ways so anyway i want to throw this in there really quickly uh because i kind of liked this idea um, you know, we've tossed around the idea of Raiders, you know, perhaps, you know, if we get rid of Cooper, we're going to need another receiver. Uh, I want to throw out the name Golden Tate. He's in the last season of his contract. The Lions have a couple young, uh, uh, receivers, Galladay, Johnson, got some guys that are kind of up and coming there. Wouldn't be surprised if they don't want to re-sign him. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing a guy like Golden Tate in the silver and black for a couple years while the Raiders, uh, transition. Um, that could be a solid pickup, uh, are you looking at free agents? Yeah, yeah I am. Oh. So, anywho, just wanted to throw that name out there. Um, dude, really quickly, let's get through this. Um, I'm going to give you a couple teams. Are you buying, selling, or are you holding stock on? You know, we do this every week. Oh, our favorite, favorite segment. Favorite segment, man. Here it goes. I'm going to buy. That, that was stolen this yeah, past was. week, I might add, by those turd hounds over at uh, CBS trying to steal the steal ideas from the you know little what, guys. You know, and that just what that jerks. just goes to show, man. You know, we aren't we aren't the little guys. You know, people from all across the globe tune into this show, you know, for great <laughs> ideas for um you know, for for content. Obviously, they can't come up with their own content. So somebody's jumping on to the behind the eye patch podcast and and you know they know they they know something good when they hear it. They they know they know quality. So you know I'm just yeah. what is it? Uh, they know how to pleasure their exactly. ears. Exactly. They can they pleasure their senses on the uh, on all we have to offer here at Behind the Eye Patch. So my, you know what what is it the uh, uh, what is the sincerest form of flattery? You know. Uh, uh, <laughs> See now uh, I had this great line and I can't I can't finish yeah, it. The most sincere form of flattery is. is Somebody's yelling. Copying yeah. someone. <laughs> Somebody's yelling at me right now, listening to this podcast going, try, telling me how this goes, and I have totally just yes. spaced. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Um, gosh, why can't I think of that? See, now that's... Copying somebody. That's all that keeps coming to my See, mind. This is going to bug me for the rest of the night. So I've got a, a, a sincerest form of flattery. What is... Uh, uh, it, it's not em- emulating. It's like em- emulating when you emulate someone. Uh, uh, dude, help me out here. I tried. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, dude! It's um, imitation. Imitation is imitation. the serious, sin- most sincere form of flattery. And so, all that to say that. Copying us, that's the same Copying thing. Copying and just pasting, using a you know, clicking the link, highlighting it, whatever. 
But you know, that's just, it. Just it's again, it goes to show that we've got quality out here. Besides that debacle of 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 a line, of a saying that I just tried to get through there. Besides that, um, you know, even the bigwigs over at CBS, they know they know quality. So. Uh, but to get to this hijacked topic, we're going to get back to our segment because you know what? We were doing it first, I'm pretty sure, allegedly. Um, I can't confirm or deny. Uh, but I can confirm. Okay, perfect, perfect. That's all That's all I need then, Tyler. So are you going to buy, are you going to sell, or are you going to hold on the struggling Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, wow. Micah, we can hit two birds with one stone because that was one team that I had for you as well. Nice. Uh, I shall go first. Okay. I'm holding. Okay. And there's a good reason. Uh, I'm not, they got slaughtered by the Cowboys. Dude, they did a lackluster. 37 to seven. Dude, I think it was 40 to seven, 40 to seven. It was something to say on that defense. What? Yeah, the vaunted defense that I set on a pedestal. And again, for the second week, you're like, oh. So I'm going to hold for now. I'm I'm getting nervous, though. I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking, oh, this penny stock that I bought has now earning me $50 a share. And I have a bunch of shares I'm going to keep a close, close, close eye on that stock. What about yourself? Dude, I'm going to sell it. I'm done. Uh, I think, you know what? A lot of people are starting to wonder, you know, if Bortles, dude, Jacksonville should have gone back to the drawing boards on board on Bortles two years ago. He came out on fire, kind of like Fitzmagic. And everybody's like, wow, this is a, this is a really changed team. This uh, Bortles, uh, this guy's good. You know, everybody in Jacksonville went from, why do we have Bortles to, oh, oh, I told you so. Yeah, uh, Bortles, he's really good. We, we always knew it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, uh, this team this team is heading for it. This team is heading for a, like a 7-9 and nine type year, 6-10. and 10. I'm, I'm calling it right now, man, that, that things aren't looking good in Jacksonville. And I'm selling my stock and I'm getting out of there because I think, I think Jacksonville will not truly – that could be a team, man. I don't know what the contract situation looks like, but they have a lot of high name players, you know, a lot of big names on that on defense. On the defensive side, yeah, yes. Yeah, and, and, and man, if they can't make a run, kind of like the Rams, but the Rams are actually doing it. If they can't make a run soon, dude, it's up, man. And that talk about going kind of back into rebuild mode. And, and they're going to have to let go of a lot of players. And there are going to be a lot of holes on that team. And, and, and Bortles, I still do not believe, and I still. I maintained it the whole time, and it might be coming true now. We're only six weeks in. You know, maybe I'll have to eat crow later on, but I still maintain Bortles is not the answer in Jacksonville, and so I'm selling my stock on that one. So that's number one. And see, I don't – I was never sold on Bortles. I'm still not. I'm like you. But I was very sold on that defense. Yeah. Because it looked really good. It looked good last year. It got them to the playoffs, and it looked good – this year throughout the first few games but yeah i mean i'm sitting here you know worried a little bit as a jaguars fan what what is going on have they figured it have they figured out bortles that i don't know Uh yeah but i'm holding i'm holding and the fact that that i mean come on that defense gave up a 40 burger to the dallas cowboys who have a bunch of no names at, at, at wide receiver and Ezekiel Cole Elliott. Beasley. Yeah, I mean, really? 
really? The the vaunted Jacks, you know, defense. I mean, yeah, there, there's something going on there, and I don't like it, so I'm getting out of it. So I've got my second team for you. Buy, sell, hold the Minnesota Vikings. Um. Ooh. Buy. That's fair. Um, and I don't really know why because I they are cursed with a curse much unto like the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they they do really well until it counts. Um, but I do believe that Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Case Keenum. I think their defense has kind of picked it up in the last few weeks. They did. Uh, who went down with an Achilles injury? This week, one of their corners went down with an Achilles injury, I don't remember. and he's he's done for the year. Um, but they have good depth on that squad as well. You know, the one thing that I don't like about the uh, the Vikings is their running back situation. Uh, Latavius Murray has not really been great there. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, okay, we talked about this in the very first podcast we ever recorded. It takes more than, it takes like two years to get back from from a an ACL reconstruction. Like you play for a year, you're kind of still slow. That next year, you get that burst back. You get that lateral agility back. That's just how it works. Yeah. So I'm not, like I'm not selling Dalvin Cook at this point. I think he's just not quite back to that burst of another full off season, uh, full training camp, and I think he'll be he'll turn heads again next year, like he did in his rookie season for a couple you know a couple games that he was really really good. But right now they don't really have a they don't really have a running game, um, and you've got Adam Thielen and you've got Stephon Diggs who are just putting up on awesome numbers awesome yeah. numbers as far yeah. as receiving yards and stuff like that so I, i'm gonna buy some of their stock i think i think they make a strong playoff push if they can find a running game that's fair i like it i like it who do you have for me this week one more um this one comes out of the land of texas no oh. and it's not the cowboys it's the Houston Texans. Ooh. They have, in the past few weeks, they've put together a few gutsy performances. Are you buying, selling, holding on the Houston Texans? Oh, man. What? Oh, that's a tough one. That's that's really tough. Who did they play last week? They played... Uh... Oh, gosh. Who did they have? I'm trying to remember. Wait, were they on the bye last week? No, no, no. They beat the Bills. They, oh, that's right. Uh, the, the Bills quarterback came in and, and, and gave him a gave him a W. Uh, gave the other team a W. <laughs> the Texans. Um, you know what, man? That's not so. They to beat me. the Cowboys. Yeah, they beat the Cowboys. That was then impressive. they beat the Bills, mm-hmm. and they have the they have the Jaguars this week. You know what? I'm gonna say it's a get right game for the Jaguars. They're gonna get back on track. I'm not sold. Texans barely beating the Bills. Um, I'm not sold, man. I, 
the little stock that I have in Houston, I'm going to go ahead and hold on to because I just don't have much right now. I, I, I sold a lot of it off um, when Watson kind of came out and got you know, a lackluster performance. Um, you know, started off the season pretty slow. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hang on to the stock that I have, but there's not much of it. I can tell you that right I now. I lied. They've reeled off three wins in a row. So they're three so and three. I, I just still they lost. Let's see. So first game. They lost to the Patriots 20 to 27. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Giants. Then they beat the Colts. Then they beat the Cowboys. Then they beat the Bills. Yeah, and, and those three wins. I mean, there's some. I mean, Cowboys. That's you know that's a fairly solid win. Um, but the Colts, not 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 so much. The Colts aren't a very good team. Uh, the Bills are definitely not a very good team, especially when you know Allen goes out in that game. So you know I'm gonna hold on to the stock. They are three and three. Uh, with the option to maybe you know let that thing you know. If I'm if I'm getting you know small returns on it right now, the chance to be able to you know make some big gains later down the road uh, as far as if we're talking stock goes. But you know if we're talking playoffs, playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. Every time I say that, playoffs? I gotta say that phrase. Um, playoffs. I'll hold on to the bit of stock I have. But as far as in that division, I just I don't know. I, I'm not. Uh, you know, maybe Watson comes back to his, you know, 2017 form. Uh, there's always that possibility. So I'm not going to sell it all off. I will hold on to it, but I'm not going to buy anymore. So that is that is my verdict on the Texans. And you know what? Maybe I'll regret that. You know, maybe it'll be like, you know, the Bitcoin stuff going, you know, that happened here about a year ago. Maybe I'll be going, gosh, <laughs> why did I not buy more? You know, I could have been. Why um, did I not buy some Bitcoin yeah. in the Houston Texans? Yeah. Well, I mean, I could have been, I could have been retiring at a young age. Why, that was dumb. So, uh, anyhow, Tyler, you got, you got anything else for me for this wrap it up? It's kind of tough because it's, it's a bye week We'll have another podcast next week uh, with, you know, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking in these next, you know, in this next seven days with no Oakland Raider football, uh, I think we'll have plenty to talk about. And then in the next podcast, we'll go ahead and get in kind of a, in a look at the, around the AFC West, see what the landscape looks like there. Um, and you know what? Next week, we're also going to bring you, uh, we're going to rank the four houses in Hogwarts. I'm talking, I'm talking Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, uh, Slytherin, and, um, uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Thank you. We're going to rank those from best to worst and what would make the best mascot. So that will come in our next podcast. But bro, before we sign off, you got anything else for the, for the nation? Yeah. It's time for Tyler's personal foul of the week. Fantastic. This week I go away from Paul Gunther, who's been my typical target. Um, and I, uh, I have one today, Micah, that we spoke about briefly I would like your input. Here it is. Coach John Gruden on Gary and Conley this week, today even. We're recording this on Tuesday. He said, he's a guy we want to see more out of. Your thoughts, Micah? (laughs) Tyler, you can't see anything out of him if he's not on the field. Uh, Oh, right you are. (laughs) Right you are, Ken. Dude, I, and that that sounds like to me kind of a uh, a roundabout way of asking Gunther 
what the heck are you doing over there? You know? Um, you know is there anything up there, you cotton-headed <laughs> ninny muggins? It's, it's, it makes me think that, you know, everybody always is complaining like, oh, Gruden, you know, he's got control over everything. You know, he even he even tells Mark Davis, you know, how to get his hair cut and how long the bowl, you know, he his needs bowl to tell will him be. how to quit getting a bowl cut. <laughs> yeah. I had that in fourth grade. He, he, you know, he tells... He tells Mark, you know, the length of his bowl cut, you know, I mean, you know, that kind of silly stuff. But I'm going, I feel like, I feel like Gruden would not be saying this if Gruden had, you know, if if he had control over Conley being in the game or not. So I feel like that was more of kind of a, without, without grabbing Gunther by the ears and going, why in heaven's name is Conley not on the field? Instead of doing that, he's able to say, oh, in a press conference, Oh, I'd like to see more out of him, you know. <clears throat> Gunter. <clears throat> so I, I put I him on the field. Exactly, exactly. Before Gunter gets, of course, Gunter could probably cover better than Reggie Nelson, if if I had to guess. Um, uh, yeah. If you haven't noticed, we're not huge <laughs> fans of Reggie Nelson here, but we do give him his due. When he makes plays, we do shout him out, and we. And and but but we let the big dog eat. Yeah, we do. But you know how many times that's happened this year? I think once. Twice. Oh no! Yeah, yeah that, that, that's right. Twice. Twice that's happened. Uh, out of six games, so it doesn't happen very often. We'll put it that way. So, uh, do you have any more nuggets from the uh, media? No, just not from the media. Um, but I just I think that's ridiculous. Seriously, you want to see more out of Conley? Put him on the field. Yeah, that's that's how you, you don't see him by putting him on the bench and making him the water boy. Like that's not how you judge his. That's not how you judge him. Well, you know the exciting um, thing this week, Tyler, though, is we will get to see him on the field. It is the bye week, so I'm sure we'll see a lot of him in practice. I'm they don't get to practice that. this week, though, do they? Well, I thought that on your bye week you don't get to practice. Why is this team not practicing on their bye week? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Oh no, we you're right. You're right. Every waking moment uh, of the day. I mean, but but I might. You know, that's my point. You know, try to sneak in with a camera or something. Get some good film on Conley. You know, see what he's got because that's the only time it seems like <laughs> we're going to see him uh, is on the practice yes. field in Oakland. So, but oh man, well you know what? We can only go Jeez, up from po- here, right? Yeah. No. 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 You know, yeah, it's true. We haven't. What if Marshawn goes out? What if Marshawn's done? We've got nobody really that I trust. No, we've got Richard, but he's not an every down back, in my opinion. Nope, nope, he's not, and he's not a bruiser. I like, I like having a big back. Uh, you know, I guess you know uh, uh, Lynch could go out for the season, which would you know end his career. Uh, we could have uh, 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 Melvin. You know, he could, he could call it. He could hang up the cleats as well. Um, I, you know, Bruce <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> yeah, pre- yeah, exactly. Irvin, apparently Bruce Irvin's apparently is going to go home and expand his family. Uh, according to Twitter. What a moron. Um, what uh, a stupid thing to say. That's so, another good gosh. It's like, could you just say I'm shutting it down for the season? Like, just say it. I'm done yeah. for the season. I'm going to go home and I'm going to start family planning. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. that's, that's a lot better than, the verbiage he used. <laughs> yeah. So idiot. You know, so I hope we trade him for a bag of peanuts. Yeah, you know, I you know, Irvin, we could probably get like a you know, 
an undrafted free agent pick for Irvin. You know, somebody probably yeah. like, sure, yeah, take an undrafted free agent pick. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a thing or not, but you know what? Yeah, that guy be- would probably do a better job rushing the quarterback. Oh, yikes. Um, anyhow, guys, that's it for us this week. As as you could tell, we're feeling pretty Chiefs low. Chiefs and Bengals this week. That should be a decent game. Yeah, that should be. And we'll be able to see what the Bengals are made of. Uh, yeah, that'll be a good game. The Chiefs have a, or the Bengals have a solid defense. That'll definitely give Patrick Mahomes a good test. Um, and the Chiefs finally lost. To Hallelujah. The Patriots. Hallelujah. But you know what? Mahomes is solid. No doubt about it. He still looked good. Yeah, he, he? yeah, he, oh, he wow. looked good in that loss. You know, talk about silver lining. You know. You, you you don't you can't you don't have to hang your head as a Chiefs fan at that loss. That was a good loss as far as losses go. So but right. you know what, man? I'm done with this. Let's get out of here. Let's get on to next week. Let's see if we can find some positivity. Let's go watch some college ball. Let's look at some of these young guys, see if we can't get our eyes on some young players that uh, the Raiders can target with a couple of their first-round picks. As long as we hang on to our first-round picks and we don't, you know, trade them away for anybody or anything, <laughs> you know, we gotta we got to hold our breath a little bit. But Raider, right. Raider Nation, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Please mash that subscribe button. As always, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for the page behind the eye patch. Find us on Twitter at behind eye patch on Twitter. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Tyler, could you have the number? They can give us a call if you want to give a call into the show, and um, uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Somebody, please. <laughs> and you know it's so hard to. It's tough, man. It's tough to call into the show when when it's just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean. The same thing over and over. Why are we doing this? I was so many questions. So because many questions. Because we are real fans, Micah. Absolutely. And you know what? True to my word, man. I had my butt parked in the couch on Sunday, even after all my ranting and raving the week before. And I was watching that game just like a true blue Oakland Raider fan. And I guarantee you, I will be sitting there on Sunday going, man, I wish the Raiders were playing today. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what what can that the fo- what can everybody call in on? What's the number? That phone number 208-557-9771. Once again, 208-557-9771. Give your boys a holla and uh <laughs> we'll play it back Raiders, on the, I guess. Yeah, we'll play it back on the air if you get on. Try to keep it under a minute and um you know, we'll get you on the air and and man, we'll we'll we'll, we'll We'll dissect what you got to say. We'll we'll mull it over. We'll debate it. We'll argue over it, and uh, and we'll more than likely come to a conclusion. So, Tyler, thanks so much, man. Always a pleasure. Hey, thank you, sir. Until next it week, always is absolutely. Until next week, Raider Nation. Have a good one. Hang in there. We will catch you in the next podcast. Just try to win, baby. <laughs> <laughs>